Hey friends, thanks for joining us today for Springs and Roots. We have a fabulous podcast. That's right. Today we're joined by three friends who are going to give us their perspective on some things that we've talked about recently. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Yeah. So we have Martha with us today, and she is just an amazing, godly woman. And today we're just going to listen to some of the wisdom that we've Mm -hmm. actually got to receive for many years, and we wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah, she's the kind of woman I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. And then we also have one of my nearest and dearest friends, Corinne. Um, I have known her for 10 years, and we have walked a lot of life together, and she has been a wealth of encouragement and support and love, and I'm excited to have her and have her input on this podcast. And lastly, we have Rachel with us, and Rachel Rachel is someone I've known for a couple years, but she is just one of those people that once you meet her, you're immediately drawn to her because she has such a depth of character. Her relationship with the Lord is evident in every sphere of her life, and Also, she has blessed us with her creative and artistic ability recently. Yeah, she makes us look good, guys. (laughs) Yeah, she's helping us out with all of our social media, and we're just so thankful to have her perspective today as well. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we did. Here we go. Hey guys, today we are super excited. We have some awesome ladies joining the conversation. And as usual these days, we're doing it over Zoom. So we're in different different parts of the country, but we've just invited three special friends who Casey and I know have a passion for what we talked about in our last podcast of connecting with God. So we're going to ask the ladies to introduce themselves and we're just going to jump into the conversation right after that. So we will have our Tennessean start. Hey, so my name is Rachel Galloway, and I've been married for about three years, almost three years, and I have a newborn. His name is Jude, so this is like a new season for me. My husband and I, we love to travel. We have a teardrop camper that we um, like to go camping with, and it's super fun, and we take our baby with us. I have been walking with the Lord for about seven years. I got saved when I was in college and have really never looked back. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. All right, let's go to Corinne. Hi, I have two boys. I have an eight-year-old and I have an almost 13-year-old. I live in Vermont and I am originally from Northern California and I really have like hop, skipped and jumped (laughs) between uh, a couple of different places, Nashville being one of them where I went to college. I went to Belmont University. My husband is originally from the Dominican Republic, so we lived there for a couple of years before we settled here, and we've been here for, I can't believe, over nine years. Goodness. It feels like we just moved here. All right, Miss Martha. Um, My name is Martha. I am a wife, mother, and grandmother, which is a tremendous joy of my life. I have a nursing background. I've been caring for a woman with Alzheimer's for the last 12 years. And I'm recently in the last two years enrolled in seminary. So I'm working on a Master of Divinity in conjunction with chaplaincy certification. Two years ago, I was able to get a job in Iceland cooking in a fishing fly fishing lodge for a week for 12 fishermen. And so that was a really fun growing experience for me. 
And uh, so I've been walking with the Lord for 40 years now. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> that is amazing. Well, um, we're so glad that you guys all joined us. Thanks for taking a second to um, tell us about yourselves and taking an hour out of your day to have this conversation with us. Um, our last episode, we really talked about connecting with the Lord. And we spoke specifically about three ways that we do that. We talked about devotion. We talked about um, study of the word. We talked about personal worship or fellowship with the spirit. And Linda and I, we kind of address those from a practical standpoint, defining what those categories mean and, um, and then kind of structurally what they might look like in our lives. We wanted to take this a step further. We realized intimacy with the Lord goes beyond categories. A deeply personal walk with Jesus comes through both wisdom and revelation. I was telling Linda yesterday as we were kind of preparing for this, I was like, I see wisdom as like a silo. Like it's the silo of our lives where we collect all of our experiences and we store up all those things that we've learned throughout and we then apply them. And so it's kind of um, an inward, outward uh, motion movement. Whereas revelation is the reverse of that. It is um, a walk with the Holy Spirit. It is a knowing. It is a still small voice or a prophetic word or whatever, but it's the reverse movement. It's an outward inward movement. But I just was kind of taken by uh, how we need both of those in our walk with the Lord, in our pursuit of the Lord, in our connection with the Lord. And you can't really put those things into like pretty categories all the time because they mix and mingle. And we just were talking about like, what does that look like? How do we have a conversation about that? Let's invite others in who have a walk with the Lord, who have deep experiences with the Lord. And let's look at what it looks like to walk intimately with the Lord in a spirit of wisdom and revelation kind of partnering together and hopefully our listeners also learn from other people's stories because I think that that's just one of the best ways to connect and and grow. I love everything that you just said, Casey. And I think that where some people may be starting at today that could be listening is knowing like, okay, I want a deeper relationship with the Lord. I heard what you said last week and that's why I'm listening this week again, because I, I want to, and, and sometimes they just feel like there's a barrier between them and having a close relationship with the Lord. And so I just wanted to kind of throw this question out because I know that I, I have a very specific answer for my life. What was the catalyst in your life that actually helped get you into that mode of, I am going to pursue the Lord. I am going to meet with Jesus and I'm going to be committed to meeting with him on a daily level. I have a, a very defining moment with this. I decided to follow the Lord when I was a teenager and I didn't have like a blueprint for that in my family. So it was going to church with a friend. And I feel like I had a really slow start. Being a believer is one thing, but being a Christ follower requires like a level of intimacy that grows and being in a relationship with God where, where you understand the, the ebb and flow of it all can take time. And for me, I had a really kind of slow start with that. When I was living out of the country, we moved to the Dominican Republic. So I was living in a culture where I was around my husband's family surrounded by a whole different language that I thought I knew, but I realized I didn't really know Spanish until I lived in a Spanish culture. And I felt very, very lonely during that season. And on top of that, I was dealing with frustrations, you know, as a mother of a young child, I kind of got to a breaking point where I just, I didn't know what to do. I just was desperate and I prayed 
this prayer one night and I said, Lord, I'm coming unhinged. I need you. I can't even find space to go to the bathroom by myself. So I don't know how I'm going to have space to have any kind of like a devotion or quiet time with you. And so I said, if you will, if you will wake me up in the morning, I will get up and I will spend time with you. If, if you will do that, I will just give my heart to you. And I remember the feeling of desperation I had at that moment. And I thought there's no way because like, if my alarm goes off, my kid's going to wake up and then everything's going to start. And literally the very next morning, right as the sun was coming up, I just, my eyes just popped open and I was like, all right. I can't say that like that very first morning, it was like, you know, fireworks were going off. And I didn't just fall on my knees in, in a repentant moment and everything changed. But it was the beginning of a process that I can say for consistently for more than 10 years, I've continued. And so this, dis, this daily discipline that I think we're supposed to be doing, for me, it wasn't until it became a lifeline that I really started engaging in my devotion time. I like that word discipline because I think that we often get a little too loosey-goosey and we don't realize that really, if you want to hear from the Lord, you have to be disciplined about pursuing Him. Anybody else have anything to share on that one? Yeah, I know for me, obviously, you know, spending time with the Lord every day is great, but the most powerful moments that I've had with the Lord where I really feel like He is just pouring into me are the moments where I feel like I've kind of expanded all my resources and I have questions and I'm like upset or sad or confused about something. And I just simply go to a quiet place and I say, Lord, what do you say about this topic? And what does your word say? And I feel like in those moments where I'm just totally silent and just I've asked him a question, he just starts filling me with scripture and filling me with the Holy Spirit just speaking to me. And in those moments, I always just try to, I have like a running note on my phone where I just write down exactly what he's saying, because obviously he speaks every day through his word in quiet time, but it's in those moments of desperation when we're like, okay, I have looked and searched for the answers and have not been able to find them. So I need you to speak to me. And I feel like in those moments, he is so faithful to come through and to speak directly to exactly what I'm needing. Yeah. And I think there's something that the Lord loves about our desperation. <laughs> and it's not that he wants us to be desperate, but it's because he wants us to know where the, the true answers to life and where true life is, and it is found in him. And so it's, it's not because he wants to keep us in a desperate space, but it's because he wants to say, I want you to know when you get there that I'm the only one who can satisfy, you know, I'm the one that can give you those answers. And I think Honestly, bringing it back to that context, you know, of making time with the Lord a discipline in your life, that's actually what you're saying every day by setting that time apart. Even I encourage people like have a place that you meet with God, because I think there's even something special about designating that. But that's what you say with your life. I know that the answers are found in you, Lord. I know that that's where life is, is in you. Martha, what could you share with us about like, how has spending time with the Lord, you know, really changed your life? Yeah, well, like what Rachel um, talked about, it's often in those times of desperation, it's in 
the times where we're really broken and how um, God says that a broken and contrite spirit I will not despise, I will never cast out. And I recently learned that word broken, it, it's actually, it's the Hebrew word and it's likened to a woman who's about to give birth and her waters break. And it's like a brokenness that can bring forth newness and new life. And when we're broken, when we're crushed, that's when God's anointing can come. And it also opens the door to walk in humility because we know it's not about us. It's all about him. And I love that Rachel led out with that because those are the the times of our greatest need are the times of our greatest growth. If we press in like Jesus did in Gethsemane, he was crushed. Gethsemane, it means to, Geth means to be crushed. Semini means to bring the oil forth. And it's in those crushing times that the oil can flow. And once you get a taste of the oil of the Holy Spirit, it's addictive. It's, it's, you want more, you need more, right? Well, and I think that's the change of life, you know, that we all, really as believers should desire and want is that we want more of the Lord. We live in a age where it's day after day, bad news. <laughs> this thing happened, this thing happened. And so we have to every day remind ourselves of who God is and what he has uh, said he will do. And that's through his word. And that's like that anchor that continues to hold us. So it's just another reason to cling to the Lord every single day, because I always want more, you know, like help me want you more. There's seasons that we all need to pray that prayer. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm actually in that season right now for me, you know, I, I want to want you more, but that's the whole point is that when we taste and see that is what will happen. So that is life-changing. One of the things that I've really noticed is so important is to write down the promises through scripture of God. And just even in this season now, I think it's pretty common for a lot of us to have anxiety that just pops up out of nowhere and worries that are really not worries, but it's just the enemy just trying to like, you know, whisper in our ears. And I found myself at a place where I was like, I just got to go back to the basics. I got to go back to the basics. And I wrote out every scripture that God had really been speaking to my heart. And it was a reminder to me of who he is and all of those truths. But in a very practical way, it was a reminder that I need that time where I can stop and process. We have to like let things stick and allow um, the Lord to really speak to our heart about what he's speaking to us. And the only way that I can do that is when I set aside time and make myself do that because I'm one of those people that's like all over the place and I'm going to receive everything. But what is he really saying to me? And that's why I need to have that time to do that. And I need to be writing it down as well. For me, I think that so many people don't make spending time with the Lord a priority because they don't realize how much he wants to spend time with them. It's like, imagine if you had a friend who, you know, texted you and was like, Hey, you want to get together for coffee? And you just didn't respond to the text. And then they texted you the next day. Hey, you want to grab dinner? And you just didn't respond to the text. And then they text you the next day and then they call you like, that's the Lord towards us. And sometimes we don't hear the text or we don't see it because we're not looking or listening, but that doesn't mean that he's not wanting that. And that's what he's doing for each one of us. And so I I would, just say to people, the Lord really wants to spend time with you. Will you spend time with him? 
It's like when he went to the garden, he was looking for Adam and Eve. Where are you? And so that is what the Lord would say to his people that, you know, maybe necessarily haven't been looking for him or haven't been setting that time aside for him. It's like, I want to spend time with you. Will you set aside that time for me? Yeah. So maybe we could go around and do that as a way to wrap up just in a couple sentences. What does that, what would you, what would your encouragement be for that person? We don't know when we're going to have that moment where God really speaks to us because it's not like that all the time. And so I think it's just letting him have access to our lives, just be available in this relationship with him so that he has access to us so that when he wants to speak something to us, we're there and we're ready and we receive it. Yeah, I love what you said, Linda. I love how you talked about how the Lord, you know, wants to spend time with us and he wants to spend time with us to pour his love on us. You know, God is love. He is love and that's what he gives us is love. And so it's not like a selfish, I'm taking your time so that you're devoted to me. It's like, I want to pour my love out on my children and I want to spend time with them so that I can do that. And I think that that is just my encouragement for people. Just God wants to spend time with you so he can show you his love and show you that this world will never give you the answers that you're looking for, but he always will. His heart is to give us what's best for us and we'll never be able to find what's best for us in anything other than him really down here on earth sometimes we're just dogs chasing our tails and I feel like we are sometimes when we don't go to the Lord first and so um, I feel like God just he doesn't want us chasing our tails he wants us to come to him spend time with him and get the answers and the love that we're looking for in him and in that we overflow out of that love onto other people all right, Martha, what do you have to say? Yeah, um, recently I've been thinking about reading that um, Psalm 119, 11, where David says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against me. And what we think of that is, oh, we were supposed to memorize scripture. But David didn't have a Bible to read. He had he had some parchments, of course. But um, I have hidden your word. The word there, it, it, it implies the uttered. Um, verbal word, the whispered word, the word that God speaks over people, the personal word that within that contains the destiny that you're called to be and to do the destiny of your life. So I have hidden your word in that word for height. It also means I've treasured it. I've treasured it in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And we think that means, okay, I'm not going to do bad, wrong things, but actually it means that you won't miss the mark that the seed of your soul will be filled with the destiny and the call and the purpose that God has for you. It's all about your inheritance. And if you don't hear his uttered word, how can you um, let that place arbitrate your soul? Because when you hear his word, you hear what he has for you specifically in your church, in your life, in your personal life. So it's about hearing his uttered word, hiding it and the word hide there to be treasure. But it also means it comes from the word encrypt. So it's it's secret. It is a secret. I hide it in my heart that it will give me my purpose and my destiny. And I can go forth with the energy and the power of the Lord. And so that's why it's so important because his word changes us because he is his word. 
that's that's my two cents. Man, I mean, that is so good. I mean, that is just so good. That one scripture. And it's like, who doesn't want to not miss the mark for their lives? We always think in the negative context. Oh, so they don't do bad things. That's how I've always thought of that scripture until just now. <laughs> the point that we hope that you're getting from all of this, number one, is the father wants a relationship. He's pursuing us. It's like that verse in the last verse in Psalm 23, right? And I love, I think the message is the one who says, your love is chasing after me, right? He's chasing after us. So he wants a relationship with us. That's the first thing. He wants a relationship with you. The second thing is it's not hard, but it does take some level of just decision. Like it's just a turning in rather than a turning away. So you guys are beautiful women. I'm looking at all your faces on this Zoom call and I'm just so, it makes me want to cry, but I love you all. You're just precious women. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your walk with the Lord with us for a few moments today. Linda, do you have anything to say to wrap up? I don't know. I just had so much fun. (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, I feel like this is what was our heart's desire, which was to, you know, get perspective from different women that we know that, you know, have a profound walk with God in different stages of life because life is always changing. Our relationship with the Lord flows and it goes in different ways and has times where we have a lot of growth and times where we just stay steady and times where we're, you know, pressing in, times where we're just receiving. But I feel like we were able to kind of highlight all of those seasons um, with these personal stories. Truly, this is the point of our podcast. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having us. Oh, so fun. Thank you so much. It was fun.